Hey, this is Gary. This is Mike. And Daniel. We're not professionals. We're just three addicts sharing our experiences, strength, and hope regarding recovery. Having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to other addicts and to practice these principles in our lives. Welcome to another episode of the 12th Step Podcast. My name is Mike. And I'm Gary. And this is Daniel. Good to be back together again. Yes. Yes, yes it is. Good to be back together again. And thank you to our listeners who have, uh, we've had a monstrous week this last couple of weeks of people reaching out. And I just want to reach out to all of our listeners and say thank you. Thank you very much for reaching out to us, letting us know you're there and that uh, that our podcast means something and that... And that you have questions, and hope to, hopefully we'll have a chance to address those tonight. Yeah. So um, I'm very excited about some of those that have written. I just, uh, I'm going to share one. Uh, this comes to us, uh, I have no idea from where, and the only information, uh, I'm just going to read it. My name is S.C., and sexting has officially, uh, has officially ruined my life. I actually have nobody to talk to about this, so I decided to turn to you in hopes that you will read this and give me some advice. Uh, I think we're full of advice. I think we're going to have some. Some of, that of it might yeah. be good, and some of it might really be good. So pay up, pay pay attention there, SC. I hope we've got something to literally help you out tonight. I discovered sexting at the age of twelve when I was in the seventh grade. I did it once, and I was addicted. It wasn't porn. It was different when you had a personal connection to that girl. That, that is absolute truth. I understand where yeah. he's coming from there. After we broke up, she told everyone, but I didn't care. It was ra- it was a rush for me. <clears throat> I did it more in the eighth grade with a few girls I dated, and before I knew it, it became an, I became an addiction. Every time it would be bad after we broke up, but it didn't matter to me at all. It was full-fledged addiction at that point. Fast forward to my freshman year in college, I'd already sexted several girls throughout junior high and high school, but this new girl I sexted ended up showing everyone, which was really bad. But my dumbass decided to do it again. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to clarify that and say my addiction decided to do it again. And this time I wasn't going to get off easy with it. No fully nude pictures were sent, but lots of suggested pictures were. Excuse me. She decided to turn it around on me and make seem like make me seem like the bad guy. Now everyone in college knows about it. The worst part is that the rumor isn't true. I never pressured her to do anything, never threatened rape her or anything, uh, anyone ever. I would never do that. She was, uh, <clears throat> you know, I, we're going to address that. I would never do that. Yeah. Um, because I think that's a that's a relevant point that mm-hmm. uh, we, we say never today, but uh, um, but one thing about this addiction is is what we're doing and what we're engaged with today is not what we're engaged with a year from now. Yeah. So be aware of that. I would never do that. She was the one who initiated sexting, but says she wanted to be touched. I won't I won't talk about that. I have proof that I'm innocent, but it's too late. My life is already over. <clears throat> I don't know how to go back to school. I'm done. I feel so alone. I don't know how to talk to my parents about it. Will they? What if they get mad? Won't they see me differently? I just need advice and someone to talk to. I just need help right now, and I'm scared. If you guys have any advice, please let me know. Uh, and he goes on to ask about how do I stop uh, in case I do decide to do it again, and what and I want to know how to go to school again without getting beat up, made fun of, and everything. Uh, the thinking that I'm a rapist, I'm innocent, and I don't know what someone would even say to that. So. Uh, well, listen, SC, uh, there are lots of things here that come to mind. Lots and lots of things. And in fact, before we jump into the conversation, I just want to preface that um, a habit that we get into uh, when we are in group is we there, there's there's a, a permission that's given to call each other out on, oh, yeah. on thinking errors or things like that. So. Yeah. I'm I'm just going to assume that permission has been given to, to kind of granted. call you out a little yeah, granted. I mean, it's granted. <laughs> so 
if but you think about it, Gary, I'm going to tell you right now, it's been granted because there's lots here to discuss. I mean, it, it, okay. it, 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 this email's been sent out. It's what? pretty much saying, hey, I, I... Fair enough, but I just want to make sure that SC knows that everything we're telling you comes from a place of concern, mm-hmm. uh, comes from a place uh, that we want, we have a great desire to help you. And one of the best ways that we can do that is to help you see things clearly. Right. What so. is truth? Yep. And I can honestly say so, both of you have done that in my life and multiple some, times. And sometimes it's <laughs> uncomfortable to hear it. Sure, yep. sure. So, But it does help. But it does help. Uh, I want to start off with the, the first thing, um, SC, uh, that, that comes to my mind. And as I read your email and have had a few, had some time to really sort of noodle it and think through it, um, is the definition of addiction. Uh, this comes to me... Uh, this was introduced to us by our own counselor, our common mm-hmm. counselor, yeah. and I think it's powerful. Um, and, and I'm going to share this at this particular point because I think, I, I don't believe that SC's saying to himself, I'm not an addict. I don't think he's saying that. But I think there's a couple of things here that, um, that, wanna, that wanna, I want to tease out. Definition of addiction is this, the continued use of any mind or mood altering substance or experience in the face of negative consequences. Yeah. I don't know. Well, uh, clearly, SC has experienced some negative consequences, but I think there's a universe of negative consequences out there that he may be unaware of. Mm. Yeah. Uh, just the lim- legal ramifications of what's going on with uh, with uh, sexting in today's environment is uh, um, not only could there be problems in the state that perhaps you sent this text, the, this, the, the text from, but also ramifications in the st- state that it was received. Assuming those are the same state, maybe mm-hmm. that's the first thing, but... Um, Sexting laws happen to be a, uh, a state by state case basis, yeah. and so, you know, the the experience that you're <clears throat> potentially faced with is is ramifications in the state that you happen to be residing in, and then and then the state at which it was sent could be, and and you might not even be aware of of, of those kind of things. You know, mm-hmm. you might not understand the risk that you're taking. Yeah, so the ramifications could be uh, could be very serious, could be uh, could be very very strong, could be very real. And could be substantial. Uh, and it's clear that you've had uh, just a little bit of <clears throat> exposure to somebody who had taken a negative connotation to what you were engaged with. And it sounds like it ruined some uh, some college experience as a result of that. So <clears throat> just be aware of the definition of what we're talking about in terms of addiction. And it sounds like that you're clearly aware or believe that you're, 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 you're clearly experiencing some level of addiction. And I think that's absolutely true. What you may not necessarily know is the ramifications of all that that may be coming your way. So be <clears throat> uh, be clear and be, be completely aware of that. <clears throat> yeah. I think the other thing that jumped out to me anyway, and I don't know what your thoughts are, but the, the other thing that jumped out to me is what kind of first order changes in our, 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 you know, are available to SC. <clears throat> Excuse me. Any thoughts on that? Well, I mean, first, the, the best first order change is to stop sexting. <clears throat> I mean... Really, um, even if it is started by someone else, you know, have a, a healthy boundary there of I'm not going to do this because clearly this has gotten him into some hot water. And, you know, the best way to change that is to, to stop doing that. But this is definitely a, a prolonged thing that's been going on for quite some time. Um, at least, well, I, I'm going to make an assumption he's maybe 1920, uh, a, a good, you know, seven or eight years. Um, it looks like, you know, uh, you know, but maybe I, get rid of <coughs> being able to send pictures and videos from your text messaging. I mean, you can uh, disable that through your phone. So, I mean, 
that doesn't stop the the word the stuff, words, but at least sure. stops the you know images and videos. Um, yeah, I was going to say I, I appreciate you ex- elaborating on that a little bit more, Daniel, because I think just simply the advice of just simply stopping is is hard for any addict, right? Yeah. Just mm-hmm. just stop looking at porn, just stop acting out, just stop for me, just stop having an affair, or just stop having yeah. a, you know mm-hmm. a prostitute mm-hmm. around or whatever. Those are that th- those are. Th- th- those were words that I think yeah. for several years I tried to stop. Yeah, we can't just <laughs> stop, but trying to. But in his particular case, those. there are there are ways that an image can be stopped from yeah. being received and from being sent. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> that's uh, that's some sage advice. Yeah. That's a that's a great first order change then that's available to SC to be able to solve those particular issues to to figure out some way how to block that. And then also by just having someone else have the password to unlock that feature. Yeah. That's a great deal. Have you been through that before? Uh, yeah. I mean, I've had that done where as far as, you know, my access to, you know, those type of sites as as well as my, you know, texting and capabilities being locked down where I couldn't do that. So, Gary, just for SC's enlightenment, what exactly is a first order change? A first order change... <laughs> First order changes is essentially you're either going to remove yourself from the environment or you're going to remove something from the environment that, okay. that's causing you to act out. So some really good examples of that. Um, one thing that I did was I got rid of my smartphone in, 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 in play, and then replaced it with a flip phone so right. that I didn't have any kind of internet capability at all. That was a first order change. Uh, passwords on computers can be a first order change. Firewalls, things like that. Um, Whatever steps you need to do to kind of slow the process down and kind of clean up the environment. Uh, you know, back in the old days when, when you had printed pornography, you'd be going through and cleaning all of that out and getting rid of it and throwing it away. Yeah. You know, all of these kind of first order changes. Anything that is kind of a physical change, they're a fantastic place to start, but they're not sustaining. It's like putting a lock on a cabinet. You know, it's, it's great for, to keep honest people honest. But At some to, point in time, yeah. yeah. You, have to, you have to build on that. But the great thing about that, and a really valid point, and I know we've shared this in some of these other podcasts regarding mm-hmm. first order changes, but there's this moment in time, and SC, I'm I'm pretty confident that you know when it is that you experience this rush and this that that really to some experience to some extent you're you're uh, you're not thinking straight. Mm-hmm. The theory behind the first order changes is that it's to give you enough time to get back into your into your mental state that uh, that would be very helpful. That's what that's what's intended with the first order changes that uh, that Gary's talked about. And I think those are I think those are great. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, he even points that out, you know. There's a line in here where it says I didn't care, it was a rush for me. That's mm-hmm. right. I mean, really, I mean, that's the thing that keeps drawing you back in. So we've all been there. Yeah, Absolutely. we have. And so Absolutely. what you need to do is to mitigate that and get yourself away from that when you start feeling that that urge to do that because yeah. you know that you know you get the rush from it you need to step away whether that's like okay i'm i'm putting my phone down and then you're going outside you're you know you go for a run a that's walk right. or right. you know if the guys are out playing basketball on the street or at the park you go do that um do something yeah that doesn't allow you to engage in that and you know it, we've talked about it before like you said it allows us to slow things down so that we can get out of that that's you know, right. And give us space. Um, Something else that might be worthwhile for SC to engage in is, is that we've talked about this uh, before, and that is, is that addiction is literally a, uh, um, 
way of escaping. It's, it's yeah. an escape. Addiction is literally a way to escape. So it would be a healthy exercise for SC to maybe go through to do some evaluation of what is it that I'm really trying to escape? Mm. What are the circumstances in which my texting experience happens to be? Uh, was it during school that I was feeling I was feeling overwhelmed with my mm. workload or school load? Was it something to do with relationships with with family members that were <clears throat> that were uh, that were troubling? Did mm. I find myself wanting to do these behaviors? Uh, you know, twenty four to forty eight hours after I'd had a fight with a friend, or when I, you know, all these things. Could it be money? Could it be a variety of different things that are causing you stress in your life that we're relying on this this addictive behavior to escape from all of that? Yeah. So. Oh, I mean, one thing comes to mind is, you know, is there some fear also in here? Absolutely. Maybe there's fear of commitment. You know, maybe mom, you know, we don't know a lot about his early life uh, other than it started at 12. But, you know, kind of going off my own experience, there was a lot of fear in play. Mm-hmm. And so it was a lot easier when things got too, you know, mm-hmm. too much commitment, too serious. That fear boiled up. It's like, oh, this isn't good. So I would do things to, you know. It's like, okay, things are going too great. Something's going to be- happen. So I made that happen. Sure. You know, and in, maybe that's the case in this sex thing where he's just throwing that out there. So, because he knows it's like throwing, lobbing a hand grenade into the room. Sure. Um, which causes problems. I, I don't know. Uh, just maybe a thought there that maybe there's some fear, some commitment issues. Yeah. I, I was, that was the thing that came to my mind is, is that sexting is a, is a, is a nameless, faceless event. Yeah. Right? It's a, mm-hmm. it's very safe. It's very secure. What I'm willing to say on my phone in the secret of my own room. It gives the illusion of being safe That's and secure. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Absolute truth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and we're clearly, clearly seeing that it wasn't safe. It was more detrimental than, right. than anything. But that's the complete reliance on on complete secrecy. Right? Yeah. And, and, and we know that that's not real. That's not possible. But the point being is, is that... I'm willing to say things, say and do things in those situations that I wouldn't necessarily do out in public. Yeah. Right. And that's uh, that that should be very enlightening. Uh, that should be very uh, uh, that should help SC understand a little bit more about what he's really experiencing. He or she, I guess I don't know this necessarily know, but that that think about that a little bit. How does that how what is this saying about you and your relationships, um, in a way that uh, that that's that. That may shed some light on what you're concerned about. Is it is a lack of commitment? Would you say something like that in a normal relationship? Yeah. Probably not. Probably not. Yeah. Well, and there's another thing that I'm, I'm just kind of reading through this, um, and there's one thing that I'm really noticing is lacking here, which is accountability. Thank you. It really, I, <laughs> it you know, uh, he, he he almost gets there, but mm-hmm. then the finger gets pointed, you know, and there's no taking accountability of you know, I did do this. These are my actions and so on and so forth. I mean, again, I know we've been there where we don't take that. And he's really playing kind of the victim card here too as well. It sort of lays out the fact that there's consequences, unintended consequences, and those consequences hurt. It's not so much the fact that I've done something, A, that may be illegal, that B, damaged me, C, damaged this person who I participated in, Mm -hmm. and that there needs to be some genuine sense of sorrow and... and, uh, and <clears throat> yeah, you're, 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 there, are, there are a number of thinking errors here, and, yeah. and I'd like to correct a few of them. Sure. And I don't want this to sound harsh, but yeah. we need to correct a few of them. The first thing is, is you say something twice that I've noted that I want to uh, 
that I want to correct immediately. Okay. In your first line, sexting has officially ruined my life. Okay. Your life is not ruined. It may be more complicated, but life is a long time. Yeah. Right. Okay. It's not time to throw in the towel. It's not yeah. ruined. You've got some things to do yeah. with, but it's not ruined. Okay. You make something similar down here at the very end where you say it doesn't. Let's see. Now, I'm, can I just add something, mm-hmm. Gary, while you're on that thought? Uh, may, perhaps SC doesn't necessarily know your story. I'm going to actually suggest to SC that he goes back and listens to your sport, your story that's in one of our previous podcasts. Yeah. And the reason why I think that's relevant is is because uh, that's a very fatal perspective of mm-hmm. saying my yeah. life is ruined, right? My Which life is, is probably why it <clears throat> jumped out at yeah. me. Yeah, and, and, your, and your advice, uh, how appropriate that that advice came from you, somebody who... Mm-hmm. who, uh, who I'm not gonna I'm not gonna break the secret here, SC, but but Gary made an attempt on his life. And as a mm-hmm. result of that, as a result of that, that perspective of where he's coming from of saying, My life is ruined, my life is over, uh, is is sage. It's yeah. it's, it's it's a relevant point. So he yeah, he later later he uses exactly the same line. Um it went from innocent sexting, I have a problem with that statement too, to having my life ruined. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're speaking in an absolute, your life is not ruined. It's not over. You've still got a lot to do. Okay. And then let's see. Well, and first off, like sexting is not innocent. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's one of those minimizing things that yeah, you're saying. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And, and, and you, you, there's, there's a couple moments where it's like innocent sexting. I went from innocent. No, no, no. There wasn't anything innocent about what you were doing. Yeah. Okay. Um, you also justify it a little bit by saying, um, I was sexting. It isn't porn. Yeah. Oh, okay. it is. It, it, it you know, <laughs> I, I believe the word pornography actually means writings of the, of the prostitute or something like that is the actual etymology of the word. But yes, you're right. You're not looking at images. You're, you're not incorrect. You're not looking at images, but you can't use that to justify this behavior. Because- I don't know. I mean, uh, so our, our collective therapist has actually said, you know, those type of images and exchange sexting is porn. Yeah. Well, okay. yeah. Most, most women, most women uh, view it as that too. Uh, it's the written, yeah. written stuff. It's actually the porn that they consume. Um, and also you're involving somebody else. Yeah. You know, yeah. and that, that, that further, Complicates, complicates that things. Further complicates a number yeah. of things, and and this is a hard. This is a for me. This is a really, really hard concept to get my head around. That because I used to, I used to say things like, um, "I'm a hundred percent responsible for fifty percent of what went on." Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and oh, <laughs> to to hear those words come out of my mouth now is really. I don't like them. It's like throwing up a little bit. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> but that made so much sense to me at the time. But what I, what I didn't understand is I'm 100% responsible for whatever it is I'm bringing to the table. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I put myself in, in the situation. I'm encouraging the other person to participate. I'm facilitating them to participate. I'm 100% responsible for everything that I send out into the yeah. out into the universe, you know, uh, uh, for everything that I've written down. I'm not innocent in, in, in any of that stuff. Okay. Now the other person is also a hundred percent responsible for everything that they brought to the table. And that's something you need to keep in mind. The other person, whenever you're involving another person, they are bringing stuff to the table. Right. Okay. And, and you're seeing some of the consequences of that. That's well, yeah. And that, that reminds me of what our therapist always says, you know, we pick our actions, but the world 
pick, chooses, chooses our, our consequences, consequences. And that's sure. kind of a lot what's going here. You know, he chose to send out those images mm-hmm. and engage in this, you know, because he does mention that she started it. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether that's true or not, I don't know, but w- let's say it is. But he did choose to participate. And now, you know, and unfortunately, mm-hmm. we don't get to control what she says or does. And How clearly there's been enough. There's enough evidence there. Uh, you know, I hate to say this, but there's enough evidence there for people to believe her, you know, in one fashion or another. Um, and you, to, you know, you have to accept the accountability for what you've done. It sucks, but you got to move forward. I mean, my mm-hmm. situation not quite the same, but very similar with my ex, and I've had to accept those things and take accountability for those things. You know, and I, I do remember, I've even said that, you know, this has ruined my life, and Gary's over there, really? Has it? And I've had to go through that realization that, no, it didn't. It, it will make things complicated and difficult, but it hasn't ruined it. My life is fine. There's mm-hmm. just some minor hiccups that I have now and then because of those actions, and... Uh, the more you can take accountability for what you've done and, you know, say, yeah, I did this, I messed up, and accept that and quit trying to point the finger and blame, I think the better off you'll be. Yeah, I think so. Well, there's... I mean, there's so much more in this. Yeah, there's... And do you know what? First of all, it was extremely brave of you to reach yes. out and share this. Yes. That is so huge. Yeah. That is so huge. And I don't want you to think that we're dogpiling onto you. <clears throat> the, I I read... I read things like this, and it hurts my heart because I remember what it was like to be where you were at. I mm-hmm. remember what it was like to be frightened, to not know what's coming. Yeah, you know, and you have a tendency to to fear the worst. You know, absolutely. And, and oh, yeah. the reality of it is, is that yeah, you have some stuff to deal with, but it's again, it's not already too late. Yeah, your life is not already over. Yeah. Okay, you need to dispense with that immediately. The other thing that, that you're having a tendency to doing is is that, uh, you know, you're you're admitting to some things, but then you're you're justifying them mm-hmm. or minimizing them, and it'll be little things like it's not porn or uh, we didn't send fully nude pictures. Now I realize that part of that is you're trying to make it clear what mm-hmm. actually happened, but sure. the the way that you're phrasing it indicates that some of your thinking is minimizing yeah. uh, your involvement in it. Something that I was very, very guilty of. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, spoken uh, by a true professional, right? I, yeah, that's so right. I can absolutely relate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just cut us off for just a second, mm-hmm. and I think we've added some things that are very valuable. There's yes. no question about it. But, but as we wrap up this podcast, one of the things I want to do is, is that, and I'm, I'm certain if I'm SC sitting here listening to this, that I'm feeling maybe the weight of, mm-hmm. of the honesty that's been spoken. I want to interject some hope. Mm-hmm. Okay, because what I do want, and I think you hit it right on the head, Gary, that uh, um, <clears throat> is that uh, um, your life isn't over. Things are not as bleak as you think they are. And so from here, the question is, is what what do we do from here, SC? And and, and I think that's the, the bigger thing is, is that where do I go from here? How do I get the help that I need? I think the first thing I would recommend is, is you need to find a counselor. Uh huh. I think for you need sure. to you need to find somebody who's CSAT trained, who understands this mm-hmm. particular thing that you're dealing with, and I think that you need to get with that individual as quick as possible and start putting your life together, uh, uh, almost immediately. Because mm-hmm. again, I, I 
I think the wagons are circling, so to speak. It's yeah. a you're only you're only a little time away from some some real heavy stuff falling down. Yeah. And so the first thing is is to get with a counselor who can understand and help you walk through the issues that you're dealing with in your life, because they happen to be bigger than what you think they are. Sexting is just the evidence of a bigger problem. Mm-hmm. And so that's the first thing. That's the very first yeah. thing. Any other thoughts? Well, I mean, the next thing, um, he has a line in here that says, I feel so alone. I mean, the greatest ver- you know, reverse of that for hope would be, you're not. That's right. We, we've all been through this in one degree or another. Yep. Find there, a, a local SAA group. That's a great you know, idea. Because you're going to be sitting in a room with other guys that have struggled with similar issues or have other issues, and they're going to be able to you sit with you and say, yeah, you know, I've been there. Mm-hmm. I, you know, we're, we're telling you this over over through the podcast, but they're going to be there in person, and more than likely you'll be able to get a sponsor or make some friends that when you get to those points, you can call out and say, man, I'm struggling. This right. is what's going on. I need some help. Let, at, connection. Yeah, you know. uh, and let me, let me just point out, all three of us have read your email and discussed it. And there is, there is nothing in it that we can't relate to, to some yeah. degree or another. Right. We, we know how you feel. Um, we've exercised all of the same kind of thinking errors. Yep. Some of them, have, some of us have even engaged and I have engaged in the same kind of activities. Absolutely. You know, mm-hmm. and Absolutely. there have been accusations against me. I know that Daniel's yep. gone through some of that kind of stuff. We're, we're not strangers to what you're going through, and we're very empathetic. Yeah. And our message is is that your life is most definitely not over. You right. do have some hard work ahead of you, mm-hmm. right. but it's absolutely worth it, and it can be done. I know that you're, you know, in, in your email you talk about you're being, you're, you're afraid, you feel so alone, you don't know how to talk to your parents about it. Will they get mad? Won't they see me differently? You know... All that's a real-life possibility. All of that is a real-life possibility, but I've also found that when most of my experience with sharing what I've gone through with people, and I'm sincerely asking for help, and I'm honest and forthright about it, I have experienced far, far more mercy and compassion than condemnation. Right. You know, some people struggle with with quite how to handle it and things like that, and that's why I think you should get... Uh, a counselor right. mm-hmm. to help you work to prepare yourself and to work through some of this kind of stuff. Definitely get yourself to a twelve-step program and start building an infrastructure of people who can support you. Yeah. Um, I I want to I want to talk about this talking to parents and kind of. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now that it's going to be an entirely different conversation to walk to mom and dad and say, "Guess what? I'm struggling with this particular issue," than it will be having a conversation them through a jail cell. That is yeah. true. That's a, that's not the time to invite them to your world of, of secrecy. Yeah is when it's all very public and it's uh and all this stuff because there's no question in my yeah. mind that you're only you know you're only some amount of period of time away from your universe crashing down. And so that's not the time to be sharing with mom and dad that you're struggling with a problem. Well, and the I think the the important part is if when you go to talk to mom and dad, you need to be in a place where you can be honest and sincere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, um I, I know you were trying to be as much as you could in this email, yeah. but you know we could clearly tell that there's some minimizing and justification, and there's and, no accountability. And and you're just you're just giving us the surface stuff yeah. anyway. Yeah. But th- it's a it's a great first step. It is. And it the is. reality of it is is that we're 
in a very real way, we're speculating a lot too. And That's true, because there's, there's not there's not because we don't we don't know exactly what is going on. We only have this one email that you've sent us, and there's you know there's a few things in here that are, that are kind of alarming. But the reality of it is, is that that based on some of the things you're saying, your thinking is not rational, right? In a lot of ways. Um, and so you're probably maximizing some things. You're, you're probably minimizing, minimizing other things, which is another reason why you need to get to somebody and who can really help you work through this and figure out exactly what you're dealing with. The other piece of it, too, is be very helpful maybe to have a conversation with a counselor before you disclose to your parents. Yeah, that might be a I good idea, too. I think it would be a too. good idea because one of the things a counselor can help you with is the disclosure process. And having mom and dad there saying, look, your son is dealing with some very difficult issues here. It would be great to have them on board and supporting, and and to be in a loving, safe environment to be able to share that is is uh, uh, the stuff a counselor can provide. That that perhaps uh, just wandering into their bedroom one night and saying, "Hey, guess what, mom and dad? I need to talk to you about something." May not be, mm-hmm. and I'm going to tell you right now that's going to be a whole lot better than having a conversation through a jail cell uh, and saying, "Guess what? I really should have talked to you at some point in time." See, so I'm I'm a little curious. He says, you know, he says here. Um, I just need help on how to stop in case I decide to do it again. You really need to have somebody that you can talk to. Um, I want to know how to go to school again without getting beat up and or made fun of. So did you get beat? I'm, I'm Yeah, you know, there's some questions there. You, sure. you know. Yeah, I mean, uh, you can definitely go back to school. You know, um, there may be the option of going to a different school. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, right. that way you're separating from that situation. Uh, maybe you move where you live. If you were living on campus, maybe you move to another dorm where you're away from, you know, this individual. Uh, it's definitely not over. There are options. Yeah. And yeah. if you did get beat up, that needs to be addressed um, with the proper authorities. Um, but that will probably they, open up a can of worms. Yeah, you've you've got a lot going on here, and <laughs> I have I have nothing but compassion for you. You you have some hard work to do, but you can absolutely do it. And and whatever you've got going on in your life. Get somebody that you can sit down face to face with and start really figuring what Those it is you're out. exactly what you're dealing with, yeah. because, like I like I said a little bit earlier, you're you're probably making I don't know you're probably blowing some things out of proportion and you're probably minimizing others and neither one of those are a good thing. No, uh, but again, coming back to the principle of hope, I do yeah. believe that there's there's a path here. I can't emphasize that enough, SC, that there is a path here. Yeah. And that you can find some peace and that you can find some recovery mm-hmm. and you can begin again and that you can uh, you can surround yourself with an entire support group. You don't have to face this alone. There are people out there who are willing and ready to help. There are uh, there's lots of alternatives for you. I hope that I hope this po- this podcast ends with a, a very positive feeling of hope. And direction moving forward. Your your life is most definitely not over. And let me emphasize it by saying it this way. Where you are now, we once were. That's right. Yes. And where we are now, you can be. Yes. That's right. You do the work and, and you will find your life being better than you could have possibly imagined. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, again, what a monstrous step on your part for yes. reaching out. Absolutely. Thank you, thank you, thank you for reaching out. I hope that we've addressed your con- your questions and your concerns and have provided an opportunity for you to think about some things 
and how you can move forward. And keep us in the loop. Yeah, we'd definitely love to hear. We'd love to hear back from you. And Absolutely. Yeah. And hopefully it's a more of a email of hope and, yeah. and gratitude than one of despair. Mm-hmm. So when I sign off SC, I want you to think of these words specifically because I think they are for you. Um, <clears throat> you know that I end every podcast with this very phrase, and I think as I think of your circumstance, this is exactly what I think of, and that is, is that do the work necessary to find the peace that recovery can bring. And I'll echo that with mine. SC, do the next right thing. And find the humility in your recovery. Thank you for listening to the podcast. We would love to hear from you. If you have any questions, thoughts, or concerns, or have any suggestions for future episodes, please contact us at 12theppodcast at gmail.com. That is 1-2-T-H-STEP-PODCAST at gmail.com. As a fellowship of recovering addicts, Sex Addicts Anonymous offers a message of hope to anyone who suffers from sex addiction. Check out saa-recovery.org. Loved what you've heard on this week's episode? Well, Well, the answer is simple. It would mean the world to us if you could head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review and feedback. Spreading the word really is the best way to grow our podcast and achieve even greater things. Thank you. Thank you.